Hi, this is Doc Bradley, Pinhead from the Hellraiser movies, and you're listening to The Skeleton Crew, and you'd better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. Welcome, Boneheads. It is here once again, the iconic classic, The Skeleton Crew Horror Podcast. The podcast that will tickle your funny bone and have you screaming for more. Exclusively at Horrorphilia.com with your trio of numbskulls, Jamie Sammons. I, 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 I like it. Dan Chase. I love fucking you guys, dude. Yo. And Alex Edwards. Yeah, asshole. Woo! You are now entering the bone zone. Twenty nine, and we're feeling fine. The skeleton crew is here, and we didn't waste much time. <laughs> this show, guys, is going to be jam packed. We are going to review so many movies; it'll make your head spin. But the the feature, the creature feature of the night, is Black Coat Daughter. Mm. This is a movie that is actually it's very relevant because. A24 and DirecTV will release The Black Coat's Daughter in theaters and on demand on March 31st, 2017, which is tomorrow, guys. You're going to hear our review, and here's the thing about it. You can hear our review in full because we are going to do a non-spoiler review of Black Coat's Daughter. So by the time you're done with this show, you'll know whether or not you should go... Uh, and watch this on demand or in theaters by the time you hear our review because we're going to cover everything. It'll be the most in-depth non-spoiler review you ever heard. Well, can I say too, man, uh, let me reiterate that A24, I mean, and I know you guys will back me up on this, how fucking awesome are they as a studio? Like, they just pump out nothing but hits. Well... They sent me an email about another thing I think that they want us to cover. It's called Rupture. You ever hear of that? No, but let's do it. I don't care. Like, this is what I mean, though. Like, I, I very rarely see something from them that I'm just like, oh, this is bad. If anything, it, it's, it's like good to really good to great. And usually it's really good to great in that like that 80% to 100% range. And like, dude, they've been doing this for a while, man. And, and I, I, I know a lot of people that feel the same way where – Oh, my God. I don't know. Hey, whatever you're doing over there, keep doing it because I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I don't know much about them. Jamie, do you know about – because you, you're into – you guys get screeners constantly and stuff, right? I know them, but I can't think of what else they would have done. It's it, – it's just a studio, man, and they've been pumping out hits for a while now, dude. And every time I see it pop up, like I feel like somebody like uh, like your other co-host JP would would know more about these kind of things because because you guys are right. Like I don't follow these kind of things with like what's being released by who and stuff like that. But I will say with with definite confidence and authority that they are fucking great, dude. They they that's are more like, that's more Brian than me. Well, Brian, um, okay, yeah, like he, well, Brian, he, get Brian. He gets he knows all of that crap like not, oh it's not crap it's good stuff but I mean like he knows all that I tend to know like I keep track of 
specific ones, um, like Bloomhouse, you know. Um, Werewolf movies. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but like, he, he knows more the more intricate stuff because he's actually the one who does all the screeners and stuff like right, that. Right, right. Bloomhouse is up there, too, though, especially lately. I, I love what they've been doing. Hmm. Well, yeah, so uh, that's that's going to be the big focus of the night. Uh, we're going to touch on stuff that I uh, picked up at that convention. Everybody really liked <laughs> the convention talk on the last show, all the crazy stuff that went down. Um, so we have a little bit more with the convention stuff, only with uh, some of the Blu-rays I picked up and things like that, movies I watched from the convention. So Yeah, calm your tits, Jerry. Calm your tits. It's coming. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry really wants to hear the review of The Barn. And I did pick up the soundtrack for The Barn and finally came in last night. And, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I bought the soundtrack for The Barn. And, um, I know Jason Lloyd wants to get it too. So I think that's, that's pretty good. So if you guys want to check that out, I don't know. But, oh, and Jamie too. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to mention because, uh, of Bebo episodes and, and I'm thinking of all the shows that you do. I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm sure she's covered this, but dude, one movie that we have to cover. I, I'm not even going to say it, Jamie. What is it? Because, oh my God, dude, we got to throw this in Alex's general direction. It's so. Oh, the, the Devil's Candy? Yes. Holy shit. Holy you mean shit. the movie where Ethan Embry is channeling Matthew McConaughey Dude. like a son of a bitch? Yes. <laughs> yes. Dude. Holy uh. shit. Like, like, and, and here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing about, like, watching movies and stuff like that. Like, I will openly admit that I will let other, like, I'm like that dude in the back where, like, I'll let others fucking, you know, take one for the team before I do. Like, I wait for feedback, general feedback, you know? <laughs> one or two people tell me something, like, no like no offense to them, but I don't go on one person's thing. Like, I, I check out general reviews, and if I keep hearing that movies are good and stuff like that, then I'll go to the front of the line, and I'll... And I'll check it out, and and usually that's a good way to do things to to kind of weed weed out all the movies, like and and you know stuff like that. So when when I watch this movie, my, I try not to line that up with expectations either. I try not to have expect high expectations for it, you know, come at a come at a pretty even keel, and 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 you know usually turns out turns out good, right? But holy shit, dude! So you got you got uh you got split, obviously. Get out. Uh, Black Coat's daughter. I mean, <laughs> spoiler alert. Uh, we really like the movie. You'll see in a minute. But and then this movie, like, holy shit, dude. We're at the end of March and yeah. 2017. As far as I'm concerned, is four for four. And like I said, I, I that's kind of like a specific, you know, way of going about things. Like only checking out certain movies. You know, kind of the best of the best kind of things. Well, Get Out was kind of a crapshoot, so to speak. But oh my. god. God, dude, 2017 is killing it so far. Yeah, I almost like the other truth drop, and it's going to be shitty. But Jamie, sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, so we're going to go see Life in the theater, and I've heard nothing but good about that. I'm really excited about that. Um, the uh, new Alien horror film, not Alien, is in Ridley Scott's Alien, but Alien and is not in Alien a form. as some were. Right? Yeah, yeah, not that. <laughs> but yeah, Devil Candy. Okay. Um, oh, up until dude. recently. The uh, up until this movie, actually, Get Out w was sitting firmly in my yep. number one spot. I mean, I was just like, that's going to be my number one, you know. It's already gone, huh? And <laughs> then uh, I watched The Devil's Candy. Well, it's just that's how good this fucking movie oh, dude. is. Like, we watched The Devil's Candy, and I'm like, oh shit. Oh, um, oh. And we're talking 
the, the cinematography, the acting, the music, the, the oh my God, their use of, of light and shadow. Like this is an art film that also is a good film. I mean, right. it's it's like it's it's film as a piece of art because it's absolutely gorgeous. It's, it's stunning. But stitches shit's actually going on, you know. Well, it's funny you should say that because it's from the <laughs> same guy, the loved ones. <gasps> oh, I love that movie, dude. Was and up in the I tree throwing that. shit? Yeah. I didn't know that until last night, but it's oh, the wow. same guy who made the, made the loved ones. And oh, this wow. one, I'm talking, his framing is on point. I'm, this guy knows how to make a movie right. from uh, from the visual aspect to the sound to the actual fucking story because there is a, a an extremely compelling original story here. And his character's... I love all the characters, and here's the thing about this movie, and actually go a little more in depth about the about how I feel about this part um, on Evil Episodes because we did cover this movie on Evil Episodes briefly. Yeah. But um, the thing about this is even his antagonist in this film, right. I feel so sympathetic for right. that right. I just want to fucking hug him. Yeah. And yeah. he's a bad dude. I mean, he's oh, yeah. not. He's not. Yep. But he is. I mean, he's doing some horrible shit. But I feel so bad for him. And it's, I mean, if you can do that as a, as a movie, right. then you fucking win. You know? Oh my, yeah. Jamie, thank, I, I'm so happy you said that. You have no idea because watching this whole movie, all I could think is like, I had so many conflicting ideas and feelings about it because I, I and I'll say this too. And I wanted to ask you this too, just to kind of like, well, you know, whatever, but it is an art film. I totally agree with that. But it, but I wouldn't even say like, it's like kind of, I'd say the black coach daughter is more that side of things, but I'm not saying it's not, but it's, it, it is commercial in a sense where, and I don't mean to say it's commercial either, but I would say it's probably somewhere in between, would you? Or or no? Like it, because it's very like, it, it is very well done. I totally agree with everything that you said, but it is like very, um, the, the pacing and everything like that. It's not like a slow burn or whatever. Like things happen in this movie. They, they have, they have a lot of stuff going on. Oh my God, do I love this movie though? Holy shit. Like, what do you think? I mean, it kind of, sl- it kind of unfolds at a, at a, at a at a measured pace but even then something is always happening and something something compelling is always happening like you are just compelled to keep watching and it is creepy moments oh yeah oh my holy crap i cannot tell you i couldn't stop talking about this movie while we were watching it (laughs) and i could not wait i could not wait to talk about it on a show i was like i want to talk about this movie now 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 i I know right freaking out it is so damn i'm gonna try and sell alex on just a couple things right now okay so you saw identity right remember identity uh john cusack and back in the day remember that movie where they're on the hotel Oh, yeah. Yeah, that big fat guy, the bald guy. No. The dude. So I don't remember anything. I don't even know what happened to Norman Bates last week. Okay. <laughs> That's coming yeah, I'm up, bad. too. I don't, I'm bad, dude. Yeah, well, okay, so it, you, you'll recognize Brian calls him it. shaky eye, dude. Shake. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's right, dude. Yeah, in Identity, he's fucking good. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, well, you'll know him when, when you see him. That and, uh, dude, Ethan Embry's the lead, dude. He, he plays the guy. And it's very reminiscent of, like, um, Amityville, would you say, Jamie? And, yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Very much so. Um, and, I've seen yeah. comparisons to The Shining. Shining. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, dude. Oh. But, yeah, it's, 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 oh, my goodness. And then there's that girl. 
who's like in every CW show ever. I forget the Devil's Candy is. you're talking about now. Yes, yes, that's it, bro. Yep, that's it, man. And and there's so much good about this. And here's the thing, guys. I, and I was I was just watching it. I'm not even at the end. I still have about a half hour left in it, and I'm already blown away. Doesn't matter. I was. Yeah. I told you, like we were probably half an hour into it, and I was already freaking out about it. Like I could. This is the movie that Jason Lloyd has been talking about for a long time. He saw it at Fantastic Fest in 2015. Of course, it made. It made his number two, I think, in 2015, just from seeing it Fantastic Fest. It's going to go on my list for this year, though, because it wasn't officially released until this year. But uh, Oh, my God. What? Yeah. Right? I wanted to talk about – um, because you guys reminded me of another movie that I'm not finished with yet that I, Dan recommended, Pet, and I was going to tell him what minute mark I'm at and what I thought about it so far. You just did the same thing I did on the last show about Pet. <laughs> and you just... have what on here? I have The Witch on here for Amazon Prime. Oh, dude. So now I can watch that. Cause... Can we stop recording so you can go watch that? <laughs> Man, I've been telling Brian I want to watch Pet for days. Like, I keep I keep telling him, like, I want to watch Pet. I want to watch Pet. See it? I watch... No. Oh, and it's I on Prime, it. Jamie. I, oh, it is? Okay. Like, I want to watch it so bad. I'm like, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. I want to watch it. So um, maybe we'll do that. Yeah, guys, you got to get Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime, man, whew. Who are you even? Well, and, and Pet, Pet's really good, dude. I, I, You know what, though? I'm just excited about uh, The Witch, too, man. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. Is is Pet cons- – I don't know if Pet's considered a 2017 movie. I don't even care, dude. Pet was so good, man. And uh, you can tell, too, it's like a low-budget movie, but it's so well done, dude. 2016. 16, okay. Yeah, so good, man. Charlie from Lost, man. Like, there's so – but you'll see, like – Oh, sorry. I was just trying to tell you what minute mark I'm at. I'm at 56 minutes. Okay. Oh, right on. Yeah, and, and it's one of those movies where I didn't know exactly where it was going. Like, this theme's in it, and it's like, okay, you can kind of see it. But the ending really drives home a point, and I'm like, oh, that was – and I don't want to give it away, but it's like, oh, wow. Like, it's just one of those things like, damn, it kind of sums it up. Like, that was a great movie. And that was another one. See, this is why I said, uh, you know, 2017 is bringing fucking fire, right? Well, I watched Pet just recently, so I kind of, you know, throw so, – So to you, it was 2017. Exactly, man. Dude, now, dude, you know what it reminds me of? Remember the Jonathan Tiersten movie where he, he kidnaps girls and puts them in like... John Doozy or whatever his name was? What was his yeah, name? John Doozy or something. Yeah, something, right? Yeah. What what was the name of it, though? It wasn't The Perfect House because that was the one where, that was where they it. all get killed or whatever with, by that guy who didn't return the weed whacker or something. So Wasn't that this, it, though? No, this is something different, wasn't it? Oh, well, yeah, there were three stories. That was it then. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, he kept, yeah, kept the girls in the cage. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was it. Perfect house, yeah. Yeah, Tirsten's the man, dude. But, yeah, man, like, uh, there's so – it's kind of crazy because, like, I, I'm I'm looking and, and uh, I'm watching these movies and I'm looking at when they're released. And, yeah, I saw, you know, Pet – but I, th- I think Pet was, like, towards the end of the year, even last year. But I'm watching all these movies, dude, and I'm like, am I crazy or, like – why am I like all these movies are fucking fire, dude? Like I, I'm kind of taken back. And to be honest with you, I almost didn't want to mention it to fucking jinx it or anything. But dude, if 2017 keeps up this pace, dude, there's no way that this is going to be one of the best years. Uh, there's no way this is not uh, going to be one of the best years. Well, it's a good thing the barn came out in 16. Then. 
sorry. It's, it's like a precursor to my review. <laughs> hey, but I do know a couple of people that were involved in that movie, and I think this speaks to what you said. But it does seem like they had a lot of fun. Really good people. Um, this is. Just... Oh, I'm sure they did. I'm glad that we were. We got to look at their good time. Right, right. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's why I love drugs. You don't give a fuck. Ooh, you had a good time. Well, then that means this is great. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, no. That's I always feel that way about it too. It's like, look, I, I'm sure that was a whole lot of fun, but does that mean that I have to be subjected to it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, look, I have a good time jerking off, but I'll make videos about it. Okay, <laughs> maybe that's your problem, well, that's... Alex. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you need to share that with the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, because that's that will translate. <laughs> yeah, that won't be lost in translation, folks. <laughs> so stupid. All right, guys. Well, uh, we're gonna we'll be right back. We're gonna, like we said, we're gonna kick this off with a ton of reviews. Uh, we'll probably get to like ten movies that we're gonna review. Then we'll get to the grand finale, The Black Coat's Daughter. Hey, Alex Regan here. I just want to let you know I did listen to that um, 100th episode. I listened to it twice, man. As I was driving, as I was shoveling. And uh, good times, brother. So keep up the good work. I did, in fact, listen. I thought it was great, man. So when you reach show 200, you better do another one of those eight-hour specials, man. Even if you're just doing the show bi-monthly or annually or whatever, you've got to reach 200, man. I, wanna, I would like to officially make a retraction of something I said. Um, I mentioned that... I thought it was a complete joke, and so it's pandering and disgusting, frankly, how they hired Rihanna to be on Bates Motel Yes. because I'm so tired of this bullshit. Let's get the rappers. Let's get this. Let's get Rihanna. Let's get Beyonce. Anything to attract these dumb kids. I'm getting goosebumps, by the way. Please continue. Yep. To watch something that has such substance to begin with, and at this point, why do you care who's watching? The show's wrapping up. You know, let's have some dignity here. Let's really pay real tribute to Marion Crane and everything like this. And do not go for the easy the easy one and getting a celebrity to be there, especially like a rapper or whatever she is, R&B. Right. right. And I got and I even said, uh, does she have any credentials at all? Like, has she ever acted, or are we just doing this merely for publicity? Mm-hmm. Well... It turns out I was wrong on a lot of levels. Yeah. And the first one was it's not like they did it for ratings because they got her in within like on the fifth or sixth episode of the year. So it's not like people uh, were supposed to tune in all year and let's get every bit out of them we can. They still the story was more important than this. So they did not sacrifice story just to have her on screen to sell more tickets or whatever you want to put. Or get more ratings, you know? Totally. They didn't do that. So you got to give them props for that. Number two, Rihanna really, really is good. Yes! She's a really good actress. And she pays a lot of respect to this character. She is not, you know, she, she is really, you could tell there is a respect in her performance. And she even... They even make it very clear on that one episode, the first episode where she's really in it, uh, there's a reference to her getting Marion's job. I don't know if anybody else picked up on that, but th- she's she's trying to get a girl named Marion's job in that, uh, or or no, Janet's job, they said. Oh, oh, really? Which is Janet Lee. That's the reference. 
she even made a reference at how how badly she wants Janet's job at, at the quote unquote bank because that's where she works in the in the show. Yep. So she is even acknowledging this uh, right in the script and went with it and this and that and knows the nod and all that. So that is also awesome. So. Yeah, Marion Crane is a huge character, and I, I was upset that, oh, God, we're just going to have a celebrity be that and not even, like, try to keep this real, grounded and stuff. But, no. Rihanna came in. She did a great performance. I'm very happy with it, and I, I do regret saying that because now it's sitting there floating around on wax on that show. No, but... dude. No, that's cool, though, because we you hadn't seen anything yet. And, dude, everything that you were basing it on was not, like, bad assumptions. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, they all seem logical, right? Because, wait, I think Jamie was the one who I was talking – right, Jamie? Wasn't that just me and you talking at the time? I still think – well, I still think it's stunt casting. I mean, I, I – um... I agree. Yeah, that, I, I agree still think the that. only reason they did it is because, because she's a celebrity. Uh, I mean, of course, anybody, any star that they hired would be a celebrity. But she's not an actor first, you know. I don't think she's bad at all. But I think the only, I think, I still think it's stunt casting. You know, it well, is. Um, but do you think it's? Do you think the show was is, was any aspect of the show itself sacrificed for this? No, absolutely not. No, no, no. Okay. They got her on the show because she wanted to. She was such a psycho fan that you know she wanted to. And dude, if I was fucking a celebrity dude and and I wanted to do it and I thought I could do it justice, dude, I don't blame them. And the thing is with stunt casting, I agree to it. I agree with that to a certain extent until they get in there and they fucking kill it. And I, listen, I am not saying that Rihanna is the best actress in the world. And I said that before she even got on. I was like, I don't want to try. It doesn't have to be one extreme or the other. I think she's good. She's serviceable. I actually think she's probably a little above average. She cares about the character. She knows the material. She loves the show. And it's funny, man. It's so funny because, listen, everybody's basing this on it because she's Rihanna. Nobody has a goddamn thing about the stunt casting, quote unquote, about the cop. Does anybody say that about the cop? Because you know who the cop was who stopped Rihanna in that episode? Nobody knows, do they? I wondered if it was the original guy, just older, because he sort of has that look about him. But I was like, nah, there's no way it's him. That, sir, would be Carlton Cuse, the creator of Bates Motel. And I know him because he did Lost, and he's a very prominent face on like a lot of the behind-the-scenes Well, that stuff. wouldn't exactly be stunt casting, then, if no one knows who he is. The point of stunt casting no, okay, is right, that right, people listen, know who they are. I, I, know it's, I, said this, I said the exact same thing about Lady Gaga on American Horror Story, <sighs> and it didn't mean that I was like, she's not going to be able right. to do it. It meant, we'll see. And right. she totally. fucking killed it. Yep. So... Um, and I think Rihanna's doing a great job here too. It's 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 not it's not like a, this is gonna suck, you know. Right. It's just uh, yeah, we'll wait and see. Well, you know, um, but they didn't cast Lady Gaga at American Horror Story because she's some fantastic actress, you know, right. that has a huge acting pedigree behind her. That well, had nothing to do with it. You know, but she ended up doing a fantastic job. Awesome. So, um, you know, credit where credit is due, and Rihanna gets it too. It's just that you don't get that credit until I see what you do with it, you know? And Jamie, exactly. and by, 
and Jamie, just to go off of what you said, first of all, I wasn't referencing you when you said that or anything. I'm just talking about I hear that a lot. Oh, I know. So, I, just I know you. In general. I mean. Yeah, yeah, um, You know I love you, and I know you got such a good perception of all this kind of stuff. And I did not mean that, and I guess I said that technically, but, like, I didn't mean that in terms of stunt casting with the guy who didn't know. I just mean I was more taken out of it because I noticed him. I'm like, really, dude? You just put yourself in the show? Like, I'm sure he wanted to do that the whole time, too. Like, He's thinking about it and stuff like that. But to me, that took me out more than Rihanna. And not not because he was bad or anything. He was actually really good, and he didn't have even too many lines. But do you, do you see what I mean by that? Like, that was more noticeable to me than Rihanna. Uh, hey, this is Robert Galuzzo, uh, director of The Psycho Legacy and from Icons of Fight, and you are listening to The Skeleton Crew. All right, guys, you know, we've been covering a lot of the classic Universal monster movies. I know we talked about this a little bit. I just want to reiterate one thing about them. Uh, coming soon, uh, they're actually going to release the Dracula and Mummy Blu-ray Legacy Collection, where it has the, you know, the original movies of each one and all their sequels. This comes out on May 16th of this year, 2017. Now, uh... I just want to make sure everybody knows, and we all learn our lesson from the first time, they overpriced the hell out of these things on Amazon, and when you pre-order it, you're possibly paying more, because what happened last time when they, when they released Frankenstein and Wolfman Legacy Blu-rays, um, the price dropped dramatically a week or two later, and then people could have bought it for like 8 bucks less than what the people who pre-ordered it bought it for. What are they trying to piss people off? <laughs> I don't know. But the list price was $40. Now, I have seen, and this is just for Dracula, I've seen this myself go between 27 and $40 hmm. since it's been just listed. So I urge everybody to not pre-order or buy this in any way until it's 20 even. Right. So just right. keep looking at Amazon every single day, and as soon as it hits twenty bucks, jump on either if it does it before the release or definitely even if it's after, it will be. So just do it then, guys. Just so you know. You you see that a lot, but with stuff like that though, the the only thing that I can make sense of in my mind why they would do something like that is like maybe they you know they have the option obviously so you can get the you know so you can. So you can, what is it, pre-sale type deal? What is it called? Pre-order, I'm sorry. And so you pre-order it, and maybe they didn't meet that number that they wanted to, so they were just like, not giving away for free, but they were like, yeah, like fire sale, dude. Like, we got to get rid of these things. Like, okay, take it down. And they do that a lot, dude. But they used to always do that with movies, too. Like, I'd always, a blockbuster, dude, like, I remember always seeing the new movies out, and, like, it would be so tempting because you'd see it, and you'd be like, ah. Oh. Like, I, re I even remember seeing, like, Scream. I know you did last summer. And I wanted it so bad. But I knew if you just wait one yeah. more week, dude, it goes down, like, five, six bucks, and it's, like, so dude. worth it. And that, that was always 
always my go-to move where it's like, just wait it out, man. Just wait it out. And it ain't even that long. But at that point, I was just so like, I that was like, the, you know, scream and just started with all the Friday the 13th. Like that was like the heyday oh, yeah. of all that shit. I was on a, dude, I was like, it's like a feeding frenzy for me in Blockbuster going back every day. Like I literally got hard every time I went in the horror section. I was like, oh, yeah. yes. Jamie, did you get hard? Oh, did I get hard? <laughs> yeah, I knocked over a few Blu-rays. Every time I turn down, walk down the aisle. <laughs> Jamie, do you, are you into the Paul Nashy werewolf movies? Yeah. Oh, because there's a Blu-ray coming out of that on June 20th. I know it's far away. It's $80, and apparently it has like... Okay, I'm not that into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of money, right? That's way too much money, dude. Really? Yeah, if you were getting them for free or something. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that's coming out soon. But I don't. It, I'm whatever. You know, at this Monster Mania I went to, there were a few independent. Yeah, Chuck Berry died too. Sorry. Yeah, everyone's dying. <laughs> um, are we supposed to hate 2017 as well? I think that's the trend, right? It's that's the trendy thing to do. We we're supposed to hate every year that people we like. Well, yep. then it's just every single year we would just hate because people die every year. You know, it, it, it's it's funny because it became a thing last year where everybody's like, another one's dead. I'm like, but seriously, if you look back to every single year, I mean, look at the Oscar tribute totally. thing they do every year. It's so long every year because that's what happens. People die. It's just it's sad. I'm not saying it's not sad, but I'm saying I don't think anything was different about 2016. Right. It's just it's just social media. All right. Well. At this convention, these indie movies, uh, I bought one, Jerry bought another one, we swapped and shared, this and that. I bought a couple things from Vinegar Syndrome. I watched them all recently, so I just want a really quick touch, because apparently everybody knows these movies, so I'm always the Johnny-come-lately with this, so I just want to go over some thoughts really quick, if you guys don't mind. One movie I bought is called The Driller Killer, you ever hear of that? I saw you posting about it. I've heard about it before. Yeah. What do you what did you think of it? It's a 1979 movie. Mm-hmm. Um it's trippy. It seems like a great movie if you're on drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, and what is really good about it is the style. Okay. That is something you'll never see again, and the main guy is really good. Huh. Like the killer, his reasons for killing with this drill are just so random. Mhm. It really is a, an experience, though. You feel like you're living out this this whole movie. You know, it's it's very weird that way. So, would you recommend it? Like, was it good? You think, or just? Yeah, here's what I'm gonna say about this. It's really weird. I recommend you watch it, but do I recommend you spend twenty seven dollars on a Blu-ray? I can't. Is that what you paid? I paid. Uh, I think I got it for a little less because I bought four movies, <laughs> so I didn't I didn't pay that much. But I think I paid like twenty two even. <laughs> They did such a good job cleaning it up. I mean, you could tell this should look like garbage. Mm-hmm. And it looks perfect. It looks really great. So, I mean, yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, yeah, sure, then bye. Yeah, but so that was that was a good movie. It was a solid movie. It's not like great or anything. Mm-hmm. This other movie, Don't Answer the Phone. Jamie, did you ever see that one? 19, 1980? Yeah, and uh, I've also seen... Driller Killer. We actually have both of those because Brian got them for review when they were released. Nice. Um, yeah. In the well. 70s? Well. No. <laughs> no. When the when the Blu-rays came out. Um, 
what do you think of because I, I was waiting for phone calls to go out and go on through this whole movie and I don't think he's I think he made one phone call to a radio show yeah and that is it I don't know why really? this is called don't answer the phone yeah yeah it no it's it, it's one of those movies that um, people are not anymore no one talks about it anymore but mm. like a long time ago like when I was a kid like uh, you'd hear people mention it a lot. You know, it it just would come up in conversation, and it, it had a reputation just for existing, kind of like. Uh, and in my brain, there are like three movies that I used to always make like smush together in my brain. Right. Yep. One of them was Don't Answer the Phone. One mm. of them was He Knows You're Alone, and the other one was the Oh, what's the Carol? When King? a stranger calls, don't open the door. No, when yep. a stranger calls, um, which is. <laughs> And then they're all very separate movies, and they're all very different. And then, right. but they all had the same reputation in my head. Well, then when mm. I got a little older, I I watched them all again, and I was like, man, you know, like when a stranger calls, the first part of that movie is so good. Like that's the part that everyone knows. Like you know, have you checked the children? That that whole thing. That, yeah, and that's it. And that's it. That's then the rest it. of the movie boring. is the rest of the movie is so boring to me. It's not tense. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's not. I mean, exactly. Um, he knows you're alone. Should be like a really good movie, but it's and it's uh, Dennis Quaid, and it's basically it's a he's a rapist. I mean, it's not even like a it's not even like really a horror movie. It's more like a it's more like a lifetime good. movie. Yeah, that's what this guy is, and too. Yeah, and uh, and don't answer the phone. Like, it's like, oh, it should be, you know. No, it's not. Actually, if you read the, um, when I was putting in the thing into our database that we got it, I was, the, I pulled it up on IMDb, and the description is something like, a, wo- <laughs> a woman answers the phone, and hysterical hijinks ensue. Oh, no. Like, Really? Like that? That's the description you're giving? <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, it's so terrible. Bad. Uh, but yeah, it's um, I, I think it's I think it's of its time. Right. But I could not recommend that people spend a whole lot of money to see it. I think it's one of the movies that everyone needs to see at some point. Right. Just have as a frame of reference so that when it does come up and pop, I mean, but that's the thing is I don't even know. I guess it doesn't come up in pop culture anymore. It used to. No. A long time ago it did. It was relevant. And now it may not even matter. But those are, I like to have those movies in my head for like referential purposes. Right. For some reason, I just like, I throw all those movies kind of in this, uh, not all of them. I shouldn't say that, but a lot of them in like that same category where, but I haven't seen them. So like that, that's what it speaks to what Jamie said. It's like, and then you watch it and you're like, oh, and it, you know, they're completely different. Some are good, some are bad. Some are, like you said, um, uh, when a stranger calls and horrible, but yeah, I, I honestly wait and, and let other people fucking see them first. And if I hear something's really good, then I'll check it out. But normally like you wouldn't catch me dead watching the driller kill. So that's right. Well, that's what I'm doing now. I'm trying to provide that service. Thank you. you. Thank you for taking over the team. (laughs) You know what's funny about uh, because I mentioned when a stranger calls is that movie is so iconic. Like it's uh, it's just that one the one thing the one bit you know have you checked the children? Everyone knows that. I mean, it's just it's it's just a a... (laughs) have you checked the children? The remake, man. It might even yeah, well, that's uh, come into w- play in a later segment. I'm just that's saying. what I was going to say is that um, when I originally saw the remake for that movie, I all right, true story, I went to go see this to screen it for uh, – I was doing a review of it. 
I had 15, and I counted them, I'm not exaggerating, 15 sorority girls in a row in front of me, just mm-hmm. in a long row, and they were all together. And they were on my nerves so That's bad. Hot. They screamed every time the phone rang. I, I mean, remember you saying this. Every yeah. fucking time the phone rang in the movie, they would scream. And oh, even if God. nothing was happening. And I seriously, I, I told them to shut up. Yeah, I remember I was the, like, shut I, the fuck Wait, wait, up. Jamie, did you get up and go, show some respect? <laughs> no, I didn't. I told them to shut the fuck up, though. And, and, and uh, um, they turn around, they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> but um, Whatever. But. Oh, my God. We are the new generation. I hated that movie. I did. And it was, I, I to this day, blame it on the experience that I had mm. watching it in a theater. But I hated that fucking movie. Yeah. I've since watched it again. Is and it actually, it's, it is so, to me. and it's and. There's so many people out there who are going to hate on me oh, for this, but I think it's so much better than the original Dude, because the entire movie is about that, you yeah. know, whereas the original, the first 10 minutes of the movie are about that and it's really good. And then the rest of the movie has nothing to do with that. Right. Blasphemer! You know, I know, right? <laughs> um, but to me, if you're going to do a remake, that's a way to do it because this one is actually... The whole fucking movie is about what that whole movie should have been about to begin with. Right. And, and you know, I hear people say, oh, it's toned down. It's PG-13. Like, it's a fucking thriller. Yeah, it's a horror movie. But, like, it's it builds tension. And I don't care. Like, he, here's the thing. And, and we'll get into this. I got this. news for him. The first one wasn't exactly gory no, either. Right, exactly. It, people, yeah. And that's that's. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, because that was going to be a big point of mine too. Where it's like, oh, look at your fucking frame of reference here. Like, or was it you, really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like you built on that and made that great. And I love just everything about that movie, even with like those moments where nothing's really happening. Like we talk about, um, uh, you know, we always like make fun of that moment where she's like making tea or whatever in Friday the 13th Part One or whatever. And like, look at something like this where she's just kind of walking around. And yeah, there's music behind it but it's not like like it's not building up like oh something's gonna happen but like you enjoy like kind of walking through the house with her being creeped out and all that kind of stuff so and how so, badass is that house holy shit i want to live there yeah and fuck it what's his name i want to watch this dude it's sons of anarchy alex remember we we're talking about that's the killer the fucking dude um who dude uh, tommy fucking flanagan Oh, really? Wow. You need to watch this movie again, Alex. It is one of my favorites, dude. Clark Gregg's in this, dude? Like, in the beginning? Are you kidding me? This movie's so... Clark Griswold? Wow. Exactly. Exactly, dude. They were fucking... uh, They went to Europe. (laughs) And um, (laughs) that's where they were. That's why she was babysitting the kids. They went to Europe. Oh, wait. Wait. Was Audrey the one making the phone calls? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She thought she was calling her boyfriend? Exactly. Dude, I I love that movie, though. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going off on a tangent on When a Stranger Calls, but... I just I love the hell out of that movie, that house, everything about that movie. So, all right, I'll shut it down. I'll stop. Now, Jamie, you saw Get Out. I both of you guys saw Get Out, right? Yeah. Get out of here! You really saw it? <laughs> yep. I saw the first thirty minutes or so. I saw until this guy takes a picture of some guy and he flipped out on him. That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't see it after that because. It was a, it, we were watching it at work. Everyone's doing this new fire stick thing. Oh yeah, where they, yeah, and they're all watching stuff on fire stick, so you don't have to go to the movies anymore apparently. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I didn't see all of it. I had to stop. But uh, without spoiling it, can you guys sort of like uh, 
recommend, not recommend, give some kind of uh, something to entice someone to watch it? I know Jamie's feeling somewhat, but t- Jamie, go for it. Go nuts. Well, I, I absolutely have to recommend it. I mean, if this yeah. movie isn't on my top list by the end of the year, then something oh. fucking crazy has happened yeah. between now and December because uh, it's it's insane. And for mm-hmm. this to be Jordan Peele's first oh. time out, um, I got to tell you, one, he's got skills as far as being a, as far as directing. Uh, he knows how to do horror. And he he calls he refers to this as a social thriller, um, which I get where he's coming from with that, and you know that's cool and all, but it is a horror film. And uh, you could call that comedy though, social comedy even like everything. I mean, yeah, it had yeah. Well, of course, it's funny. Honestly, everything (laughs) is social to some extent because people when people write things or people make things, they draw from their own experiences or you know they have something to say about whatever's going on around them. So just about anything can be considered that. But this movie is so uh, tight. It's so tight. Mm, and it's got right. some it's got fantastic tension. The performances are out of this fucking world. And um it it's amazing because it plays with your expectations because yes. we Brian and I went into this movie yes. thinking thinking one thing was going to yep. happen. Yep. And that is not at all what was going on and we were just like bam. I mean Jamie, oh, was it so more? Good. Was it now? I'm not asking exactly what your expectations were, but was it like, did it exceed it? Like, do you think that they went beyond that, or do you think that yeah, it being kind of more simple, it worked? Because, yeah, good. Well, I think that they definitely went beyond my expectations because it was it ended up being something completely original. And to be honest, right. I wasn't expecting right. that. Right. Uh, I'll flat out tell you, I was expecting Stepford Wives, but for black people. Well, okay. That, yeah, that's right. what I was expecting, and um, it's not, you know. But how how crazy is it that they use the couple from the Texas Chainsaw movie? That <laughs> the, the, the right? Isn't that the guy and the girl? <laughs> I mean, might as well could be. Oh, you mean? <laughs> it took me a minute. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, what a callback! <laughs> right. Well, the the thing is, though, like Jimmy said, like with Key and Peele too. And by the way, I think he's like the highest uh, paid uh, uh, black director now too. That's dude. That's huge, man. Like. Yes. Uh, Especially with the budget that they made it for, but if you watch King Peel, five million dollars, and it's already busted a hundred, yeah. and yeah. this is the fastest yep. Bloomhouse movie to ever. Yep. Was it Bloomhouse, right? The fastest yeah. Bloomhouse movie to yep. ever break a hundred million. I mean, come on. I actually saw a guy post on Facebook somewhere, somewhere when somebody was talking about this movie. Too bad it was a flop. No, yeah, and I was like, no. dude, I was like, dude, I don't know what the hell your definition of flop is, oh, but right. at, the, at the time it had already made 80 million. I'm like on a $4.5 million budget. It's made 80 million and it had been out right. for about two weeks. Right. And that was domestically. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I, dude, dude, if you call that a flop, I don't know what the hell has to be a success. You know, <laughs> that's what Jason Lloyd said about Beauty and the Beast, guys. I had to kill him, you guys. I had to because I made the prediction Beauty and the Beast is going to make 200 million opening weekend worldwide which is pretty fucking high dude i mean 200 million opening weekend i mean and 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 we're talking about it i'm not trying to reference um get out by any means because like get out that's overall so that's been out a couple weeks or whatever it's a small independent movie too and and this well i guess independent
had it at Bloom House, whatever. But um, but yeah, if people say, oh, it's a flop, I'm like, do you realize how bad it has to be to even flop? Like, dude, even on a $4 million budget, like, it could do so bad, so bad, and still make money. And not only did it not do that, but it killed it. But here's the thing, though. Key and Peele, dude, they're so smart. I love it. I, I watched that show, dude, and they had, like, a whole episode once dedicated to, like, horror skits. Like, clearly they're horror fans. It's, like, some of the funniest shit ever. Uh, it's when they're going out, you know, they're walking out of a horror movie once and, like, no, nah, you scared. No, nah, you scared. No, nah, I'm not scared. And then they're jumping up and just, like, they, they create, like, it's so simple, but it's so effective and a lot of it's social commentary, too, and it's, like, very just clever, right? So, personally, I thought what they were going to do is kind of like, well, I guess in a way they did, but is going to be like reverse racism type of deal. Like you, you're going to go in thinking it's it's going to be about that, and then you're going to find out, oh, these guys are true horror fan, or I'm sorry, this guy's a true horror fan, and he's just going to inject something totally different to it. Now, those are my expectations going in. That wasn't what it was at all, but it, my 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 watching and viewing experience wasn't predicated upon what I thought it was going to be. Like what it was, what it ended up being, I loved. I thought it was so, it was very like clever and <laughs> topical, yes, because I, listen, this whole message to this movie, I'll say this, I completely Completely and totally it's not even agree like of course I agree with it but this that's exactly how it's like and it puts a nice little twist on on just how things are in the world today and they do it in a way where it's contained it's one story it's a horror movie and it's it's all these things into one and uh it's fucking great dude oh I love this movie so much dude and the fuck his buddy on the phone the fucking TSA guy he's gonna go down as one of the best fucking um what is it secondary characters of all time i think it's he's great so i so i guess what we're saying alex is yes go see this get out go watch it now just two things about this budget thing you're talking about yes. i just want to interject first of all the beauty and the beast is that is this the ron perlman linda hamilton yes movie of course it is <laughs> oh okay good uh and the second thing is I love that do you show. guys know <laughs> do you guys know that uh with inflation do you guys realize that Frankenstein from 1931, the budget was like $4.5 million and the return was $192 million? Now, is that like today? Like uh, yeah. up to date? Well, that makes sense, though, though. That's like a lot of time, you know? Dude, that is a huge... And it's sort of like what Jamie was saying on the last show. There wasn't a big choice of movies to watch mm-hmm. and back then and that was during the depression dude and these guys because these guys on horror cast just reviewed it and they were saying like people back then probably thought they'll never see this movie again so they probably went to see it three times or whatever in the theater back then you know mm-hmm. so that helped ticket sales too because you know it ain't like it's going to come on dvd in six months and this and that and the other thing so mm-hmm. i never really realized uh because i you know Justin on our Married with Children show, JP, he always has this inflation calculator he uses that every time we mention money, he tells us, and everything seems to be double what it was 30 years ago. It's really weird. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Almost everything is double what it was 30 years ago today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just mentioning that about the budget, like how big that is. So it's amazing that now $80 million is successful, but back then movies used to double that. Right. Well, imagine this too. Think about this though. Like Get Out has made over 100 million dollars and that is 
even with people having all the other options right. they have. Right. They can wait for video. They can wait for on demand. They can bootleg. They can do, I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah. All the all the different avenues that people have to watch movies. And it still made that much bank at the box office. Yeah. And guys, can I just say real quick too, like, and I know it's like, oh, you know, like one is definitely great, but like th now this is, it, it's the end of March and you could even call it what, like mid-March, early March, I think when, when Get you Out. You call it Smarch. Well, yeah, exactly. So, but. Uh, Smarch. <laughs> Smarch, yeah. So what was it? Like February, I think late February <laughs> Get Out came out. And dude, that is two really, really, really fucking good horror movies out in in january and february in split and get out like this is big i'm and, saying oh, this is nuts dude like and, and and on top of that i'll be honest with you guys like and i'm not gonna please, i swear I'll, I'll save this for cut to the chase but there's been so much greatness dude add logan onto that dude and then you add um a couple other movies i've seen i mean i might get into the review that we just uh we just watched this movie last night so yeah so i watched this movie the barn I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's an I've indie movie, it. The Barn. I've seen it. Okay. These guys at the Monster Mania, at their table, and I'm not attacking them. I'm just saying, and I guess you have to build it up or something to create some illusion. They treat this movie at that table like it's Halloween. They created a world around this movie. And same with the table next to them for Night of Something Strange. Mm -hmm. Like, these kids in Night of Something Strange stay at a motel. The, like the Redwood Motel or whatever, mm -hmm. they have T-shirts of the Redwood Motel. Uh, you know, it's they're trying to create it as if it's already some iconic, great, established. Like it's going to be a Camp Arawak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and they and that is something strange. They had condoms. What? For because their movie is about like. The way you become, it's a, like a zombie film, and the way you become a zombie, it's all through sexually transmitted okay. ways. Yep. So, of course, condoms, you know, are related to that. Both of these tables had everything about these movies as if they were, like, The Shining and The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how they acted with these movies. So, real quick, my, my review on The Barn, it's as if... It's as if I made a movie, like as if I got a budget and I went to go make a movie of an idea that the three of us came up with. Mm -hmm. And that's about as good as it would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I honestly, I'm glad to hear you say that because people have been blowing that movie since it came yes. out. And, you know, I there are things about it that I admire. I mm -hmm. do think that they nailed some of the time period. Um, and, and I like the fact that they went to the extremes that they did to kind of give it the look that they wanted to. But there are so many things that... I am not crazy about with that movie. And one of them is that one of the killers, like one of the, they, they just go, it goes nowhere, you know? And there are several things in that film that I feel like just really go nowhere. And by the time it was over, I was like, eh. I mean, I think it started out strong and I was enjoying the whole, hey, look at that. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Oh, look what they're wearing. Look what they're listening to. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then that wore off. And <laughs> once that wore off, then you're just left with the actual film itself. Mm. And as an actual film, I just don't think it's all that good. Mm. And it goes on forever. It's like almost two hours long. Oh my, it's, it, it's, it's like Son of Frankenstein. It overstays its welcome. Oh. <laughs> the movie I never want to watch again. <laughs> Quite the glowing review. But... I went out and bought the soundtrack. Oh, okay. 
Jamie, did you notice how good the score is? I mean, in a fun way. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. this is like Goblin. Right on. And that's right. one of the things that I actually appreciate about it. You know, that's what um, you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Oh, Dan, it's good. It's really. Let good. me ask you a question then. Do you think it's worth it for somebody like me to check this out and and find? Because like, and you just setting it up like that, like okay, like it's not complete greatness, but there are some great. I think you're gonna hate it. No, I think I think you're gonna hate it. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I, it's the kind of movie that you're gonna say, dude, man. Why did you send me this or whatever? Like you are not gonna like it. Well, that's tough for me though. The shit like that though, dude. Like I said, like I, I, I you know, like get out. Split, like I said, um, Logan. I've been into a bunch of fucking like just awesome. Yeah, but you're into better movies. You're into high quality movies, right? That's what I'm saying. So you notice shit more when you're coming off of that high and you go to something like that. Or no offense, but like the Driller Killer, you know? <laughs> you're into better stuff. I'm gonna say, do not watch that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and the other thing, Jamie, did you just did you see Night of Something Strange? I did not. Okay. That movie is the quintessential movie of we're going to make a movie that's over the top, outrageous, and just fun. Mm -hmm. It's fun, fun, fun. That is it. You know, it's about sex. So that that's their thing. So ba basically, if you say something negative about it, you look like... This guy don't party. Yeah, yeah this guy don't party. <laughs> like, don't you... Can you just have some fun in your life? You know? <laughs> That's the kind of, if you say something about this that does not coincide of positive, that's what they're going to say about you. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. I I was on board with this. Uh, I watched the first half, then we had to, to leave, and then I came back, watched the second half. And there were two different experiences. They show a lot of penises in this movie. Soul. <laughs> Soul. <laughs> and eventually that humor wears thin on me mm. uh you know it's funny here and there there's like a dick pic and even that i didn't like because it was just a guy's cock and i'm like well okay but then they just have where you're supposed to laugh like there's a 10 foot long penis at some point what and yeah and, and there's scenarios like a guy gets his dick stuck somewhere and you're supposed to think that's hilarious, and it is for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then it's just like, all right, I think we're just, you know, hanging on this a little too long. Right. It gets old, though. It's like a shtick kind of deal. Like, it's it's a fun movie, but it kind of gets old. Or It's fun, but almost the fun gets old. Right. It's almost like, okay, I get it. We're supposed to have fun. But eventually, the, the whole second half, I literally, I just kept looking at my phone. It, it wasn't compelling enough. The story wasn't compelling, and the things that were the fun things were not not really um, sustaining through the whole movie, you know? The first half's definitely stronger. Mm -hmm. And somebody pointed out, I think Jerry Esposito, that the makeup in this movie is like... Blu-ray does not compliment it. Really? Oh, it's like, bad. you could tell... Dude, oh my god. You could tell they just got out of a makeup chair. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to really be able to tell that. Yeah. Cool. You know, I mean, I understand you're low budget. Oh, and the sound of the movie was terrible. Mm. Like, you could tell that they would mute out the, the, the noise or whatever as the people weren't talking. And then there are parts where people are talking, but it's ADR because, you know, they're far away from and there's no mic hanging over them. Mm -hmm. And it's completely out of sync with by like two seconds. 
every time. Totally takes out of it, yeah. It, it's so it's so out of sync on some scenes. The, here's the thing. The directing of this movie is far better than the, the directing of The Barn. If The Barn had a real experience and better director than, like, Oz Perkins, then this movie would be amazing. Uh, oh, not amazing. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even say anything. <laughs> and, 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 and they also need more better lighting, too. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, anyway, uh, The Night is Something Strange. Look, it's it has its moments. Overall, you know, it wears thin. The whole thing wears thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the end of it, you're just like, all right, look, can we just wrap this up? And, you know, you just... So, again, and I feel bad. The people were very nice at the booth. Yeah. Um, the, the main guy... Well, he And that's the thing. There's this big guy who's like the first zombie. He, like, half of his face is smashed away. Everybody will know that who watched it. He's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. But he was barely in the movie. You know, he comes back at some point, but it's just like... I don't know, man. It, it, the whole thing just didn't gel or click with me or something. Yes, guys, I love to have fun, but this eventually beca- began to wear on me of what my idea of fun is, and I'm thinking maybe that's not it. It, it sounds like it's one of those situations where it sounds like they had a blast making it. They're really proud of it. And I'll bet you, dude, I'll bet you a million bucks that if we were kind of on the inside and, and a part of that whole deal, like it would be one of the coolest fucking things ever. But that's that's just life, though. That's what it is. It's like it's all about perspective. Well, and yeah, that's yeah. always the way it is. Right. Yeah, if you were the oh. one swinging the red bucket, yeah. <laughs> um, then it's going right. to be the, I think that's a masterpiece. It's going to be the greatest movie ever. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what was fun. Kong. Oh, dude. We went to see Kong Skull Island and I was blown away. Like it was, if you want fucking giant monsters fighting, Mm -hmm. this is fucking giant monsters fighting. It's funny. It's exciting. It's adventurous. It's, I mean, it's fucking vicious. It's violent. It's, I mean, there's explosions and rippings and, just, I mean, it was great. I, I it's, it's everything I could want from a giant monster movie. Totally. I, I got a question for you, Jamie, because, dude, honest, I swear to God, I thought it both of you guys when Kong came out because, you know, talking about, like, the universal, all that kind of stuff and how iconic King Kong is. Now, that last one, the Peter Jackson one, did not like. Thought it was way too long. It like, was way uh, too long. I totally. liked it, but it was way yeah. too yeah. Exactly, right? So with this one, though, okay, here's, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jamie, or just, you know, let me know how you feel about it, but what I've been hearing is the action is so fucking good that, that it's it's a good film just on that merit alone, but the yes. acting the acting and story is kind of weak, which surprised me because you got John C. Lyre, you got fucking Sam yeah, Jackson, you, you know, got Tom Hiddleston. I heard the exact same thing going, every reviewer, before we went to see this, every reviewer said the same fucking thing. And it's like, and I really don't because I'll I'll tell you why, because uh, while they don't dig really deep into each of these characters backstories and they don't, you don't get to know a whole lot about it, about the characters, you don't fucking have to. It's, that's not what it's about. This movie is about Kong. He's the most important character here and he's the one who gets developed the most and that's all that matters. And the rest of them are a fantastic ensemble. Like Samuel Jackson is great. John Goodman is great. John C. Riley's great. Tom Hiddleston. All in their, all in their, yeah. All in their own ways. I don't give a fuck about what they do when they're not on this island. That doesn't matter. I don't care where they came from. I don't care what's going on with them. All I want to know is what is happening right here in this moment. And 
and and to me that's all I need. The problem that I think that that at least that I had with the Godzilla film that came out in 2014 mm-hmm. uh, or whenever um, yep. was they put too much time and effort into the human characters and I don't give a fuck about the human characters. I want to see giant monsters. And so that, yeah, what, exactly. well, in that, that film, oh yeah, let's put fucking Heisenberg in it and let's kill him in the first yeah. fucking 20 minutes. Great idea. Yeah, exactly. So what Godzilla did not give us, Kong gave us. And I don't need a whole lot of character development. And one of the other complaints that I heard, and this blew my mind, was like, you get these amazing, every, uh, they complained about the editing. And what they said was, you get these amazing wide shots of the action of every time Kong's in a battle, they get these, you know, stand back wide, beautiful shots. And I'm like, what the fuck are you complaining about? That's, right. that's But then they'd say, well, when it comes to the close up of the characters and it's kind of choppy editing and they get really close in. And, you know, I didn't I didn't have an issue with that at all. I didn't think it was bad in the least. And to be honest, once again, I don't give a fuck because what I care about is the big monster battles. That's why I go to see this movie. And that's what I want. And let me tell you, they are beautiful like this. It is a gorgeous film. It's I don't know if it's Stitch is beautiful. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, there are some amazing shots. And well, they and Jimmy, they yeah. hold it back, you know. And, and, well, oh, well, they, okay, so that's a perfect little lead into what I'm about to say. Now, I haven't seen the movie. I haven't heard anything about the movie. I know where it's going. Um, I heard about uh, there was an after credit scene. I'm going to take a fucking stab in the dark and say they're going to throw him up against Godzilla. That's the next movie. That's yeah. always been my plan, right? That's what it is, right? And there's, I, yeah, and there's others, there's other stuff too. Like, oh, there is? See, if That's you cool. see the um, if you see the after credits thing, it, it it tells you exactly what's coming. And um, basically, it it's like a universe uh, right. of it's good every giant monster you could ever want, like all wrapped up into one. If you're a big fan of the old Godzilla films and right. like yeah, and or the uh, well, just well, any of those. Like if if you like those, if you like kaiju movies, you, you should be excited about what's coming. And um, specific rim job. And I am, to- <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which another movie I loved. I another love movie I loved because that's your boy Jax Teller. Uh, got- dude, he sucked in that. He was movie. so bad. He was so bland. You got fucking giant monsters fighting. That's all I goddamn need. Right. Yep. You know, that's why I hated Godzilla because right. as awesome as Godzilla was when he was in the movie for like seven minutes, uh, it it just it it was not enough. It was, mm-hmm. it was not enough. So mm-hmm. Kong gives you everything that you should want. I feel like I felt about I felt about Kong the way I felt about Jurassic World. Not to that extent because I was I was nerd crying when I was watching Jurassic World. Like that was insane. But oh, love that movie. Um, but Kong was that kind of experience for me. It was just super fun. I, um, yeah. So I I can't recommend that enough. I mean, people have got to see that movie. I still um, think it would have been badass though if they left Kong out of it. Like I feel like people would know like Skull Island's such an awesome title if they would have because that's oh, what it originally was called. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if they you mean out of the title, yeah, totally. I, that would have been fine. But you know they have you I, know I get, how they are. They can't. Get, it's just like with the Blair Witch thing. They can't right. not use a known quantity in the title. Well, they um, did the woods. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, let me ask you know? a question, though. Here's the real important question about that movie, though, Jimmy. Did Sam Jackson drop any motherfuckers? <laughs> you know what he did? He dropped, He said at one point he said, hold on to your butts. And oh. I I thought that was great. No way. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, there's another thing too. This takes place in the seventies. This is during the Vietnam war right. and they, the soundtrack for this movie is fucking amazing. I mean, really? you feel like you're watching, huh. uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you feel like you're watching a Vietnam movie sometimes Apocalypse just because the, they kind of did with the soundtrack, what fucking Forrest Gump did with the soundtrack only oh. not to that what? extent, but pretty fucking close. I mean, it is so good. Hmm. Um, don't think like Suicide Squad because Suicide Squad fucked up that whole thing with the soundtrack. They just, they would like lay on a song and play the whole fucking song and then just like, I don't know, I hated what they did. No, Suicide Squad was a soundtrack with a movie on top of it. Oh, yeah. This this yeah. was done so well. It was amazing. Like, I, now, shit, I want to watch it again just talking <laughs> about it. Um, you definitely sold me. We also saw the Belco Experiment oh, yesterday. dude. Talk about that. That movie is fun. It is gory as fuck. And um, it's just, it's got a great cast. I didn't know it was written by James Gunn going James in. Gunn's Brian knew that. I didn't even know. I had no idea. But um, so it was written by James Gunn. Yep. And um, it's it's fun. You know, it's not honestly, it's not an idea that hasn't been done before to some extent. Um, like, you know, pitting people against each other, that kind of thing. Battle Royale. Um, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But. Um, there's so much blood and there's just so much just violence and um, I, I I dig it I really really dig it there are issues, a couple of kind of twingy issues I have with it but I that I won't get specific because they're kind of spoilery but okay enough to it, it they don't bother me enough for me to to tell people not to watch it I think people should watch it because uh, I, I had a really good time and Rooker's in it too, Michael Rooker, which is great. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a really fun cast. You got uh, John McGinley oh, and yeah, Rooker, yeah. and uh, fucking oh my god, uh, Tony Goldwyn, which I am so glad when they dust him off and bring him out every few years. Um, Who's that? I really, now? I really wish he worked more. Um, the bad guy from Ghost is how everybody knows him, but he was also the the guy with the gun in Friday Six. Uh, he was the father in the uh, Last House on the Left remake. Um, oh, dude, I love that guy. Yeah, he's great. I wish what? I wish oh, that's right, because he's like the main. That's right, dude. Yeah, he's okay, so, okay. He's that's so right. good. He's so good in this. Well, so yeah, um, it, it this was fun too. So there are a lot of fun things happening at the theater right now. Split is still playing at our theater. Is it? Oh, uh, no. Yeah. So I mean, you've got hmm. Split, Get Out, Kong, and the Belco Experiment. You have the opportunity to see all of these movies still in the theater. I recommend you guys. I haven't, I have I literally have never like, and, and it sounds like I'm like hamming it up, but I cannot remember a time where the, there's been this many good movies. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a couple of movies. Not this early in the year. Not, exactly. Not, you yeah. know, not this time. It just doesn't happen. And the movies I'm into too are kind of away from horror a little bit too. Like, I'll be honest with you guys, and this may sound stupid to some people, but I, <laughs> I'm so excited. I just saw Train Spotting 2, which is like one of my most anticipated sequels fucking ever, dude. I've been waiting so long for it. Totally paid off. Loved it. And then Power Rangers is coming out, dude. Like, I know it sounds stupid, but like this whole stretch starting with Split, dude. And even before that with Rogue One, dude. With Rogue One around Christmas time. Like, yeah. It's been fucking fire, dude. Like, I can, I, I almost don't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx it, but like we're in the end of March, dude, and it's been nothing but fucking just boom, boom hits, and I'm like, this is amazing. And and when I see Power Rangers, dude, I don't care how bad that movie is, dude. That movie will be million times better than the fucking television show ever could be. And 
I'm just, I'm so excited. And like you said, I'll be honest with you, I heard bad things about Kong, but I also, like, after that whole wave of, oh, yeah, like, pretentious fucking reviews, like, everybody said great things about it, about how the action was off the hook. Dude, I watched one scene where it's like, it looks like a, almost like an alligator type thing. It kind of looks like between the alligator and, like, a, uh, that, the thing in Jurassic World. But, um, and he's fighting Kong, and, like, just a scene, and Kong just fucking jumps in and fucking thrashes him, hits him, I think he hits him over the head with a rock and i was like you fucking i was like this is some of the coolest shit ever so you you totally sold me that but the balco experiment jamie i got a question for you because there seems to be a lot of like expectations with that movie like i heard it's like what it's like um battle royale meets like office space right kind of like in a way yeah right? that's actually people okay. have been saying that exact same thing a lot um the, okay. the nostal- not not nostalgia critic um cinema snob okay. actually said the same thing Yep. Now you get these like, but here's the thing though. I also, this is just me personally. I'm not talking about anybody else's expectations, but for, I got like a, um, a, uh, cabin in the woods vibe from it and here's the thing though James Gunn you know he does Gardens of the Galaxy he's done a bunch of good movies and shit like that but there's like a lot of expectations like about it do you think it's like do you think that movie is just is it straightforward just violence or is there like any really cool twist to it or anything like is there anything that really Um, puts it over or no I'm just curious not not in it not in a cabin in the woods sort of way um it no it's pretty straightforward Hmm. it's it's pretty um, while I say it's really fun and like it's gory and, and, you know, I had a really good time watching it is for that. It still has a serious tone, you know, okay. um, gotcha. and so, um, it has the, it has the, the humor that you, James Gunn would interject yep. just because he has, he has that underlying bit of humor and I mean, he can't help it. Like he can't get away from it. That's who he is. Um, yep. but at the same time, the, the whole thing overall is, is very serious, it takes itself seriously. Like it's, this is a really bad thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's, uh, his brother, uh, is in the movie and he, uh, Sean, and he plays, <laughs> he plays like one of the comic relief characters and he is just a hoot. But well, dude, he's the best character on Gilmore Girls. That's right. I said it. I watched Gilmore Girls. Fuck y'all. Yeah, but, uh, great, dude. He's he's like the best. He's got a little pet pig, dude. He's the he's the greatest, dude. He's he's very, he's very funny in this, but at the is. same time, even that, it's like a dark funny. Um, is it? Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's it's just good. I I enjoyed it. Cool. I'm definitely going to watch, because I'll be honest with you, I was on the fence on that. I was like, because I was like, I don't know. I was like, that's out. I was like, but Power Rangers is coming out. So I'm you definitely. You know what it actually made me think of quite a bit while I was watching it? And just there was something about the tone of it mm-hmm. um, that kind of put me. Um, and plus, there's also even like a, a, a narration bit that reminds me of it. But it's mm. The Purge. And not oh, yeah. the first, not the first one, but well, more no, like yeah. the second one, because that the feel that I got from that, because I really loved Anarchy. Um, I love uh, it, Frank Grillo. It has it has kind of that uh, that feel to it. At least that's what I got from it. I don't know that everyone else will. But if I had to kind of compare it to anything, I would right. probably compare it to like the Purge Anarchy as far as how I felt walking out of the theater after seeing it. That's cool, dude. I guess he wrote that a while ago, too, James Gunn did. Um, he's had it kind of on the shelf for a while. So, dude, that's awesome. Sold. I'm going. I'm going to see it. <laughs> yep. Nice. When you meet these people, do you say that she was murdered? 
say that they had to do a blood test to see if her head matched the body. Hey, Dad, just calling to see where you and Mom are, if you're coming. Worst case, they come on Friday and everyone goes home and has a really nice break. After all, we can't let you live here. You know about the sisters, don't you? They worship the devil. There's something wrong. Why are you doing this? Do you believe in God, Joan? Ever tried to look for him? I look for him in the unlikely things that happen. Little coincidences. There's something funny. You smiled a little. Funny. No. Why? I mean, I just wish you could stay and see my performance. That's all. All right, guys, we are reviewing The Black Coat's Daughter 2017 in theaters tomorrow and on VOD. And it's directed by Oz Perkins, which is awesome because that's Anthony Perkins' son. I'm bad, you know how I am. I never even knew this guy was a director, so... When I saw that he directed it at the end of it all. Wait, 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 what? That Wait, Anthony Perkins' son directed this movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, as, as also I Am the Pretty Thing That Whoa. Lives in the House. He did that film as well. What was it? I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Never saw that one. I did hear about it. It came out last year. It, it's on, it's probably still on Netflix. I heard there was like four lines uh, spoken that whole movie or something. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, you can talk to Dave about that movie if you want to talk to somebody who liked it. It wasn't right. me. <laughs> I'm, not the, I'm not the one. I actually remember hearing your review of it. That's what I was referencing. But yeah, okay. I did not know that, though. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, man. Uh, Where do you start? You know, <laughs> I'm going to say this. Casting. Perfect. Spot on casting holy shit everybody was perfect um especially you know it's funny the the highlight obviously of this movie is emma roberts but i also got to give it to to james dude all three of them i thought were tremendously good who's the guy from warriors and tales from the dark side the movie james elmar or something like he's that? great dude remar 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 remar, remar, remar. Yep. remar yep, yeah yep. he was great like you could there's you could feel this guy's emotions when he acts man like you could see it hear it and feel it it's really he's really amazing all the girls i mean there's one girl who could i suppose somebody else could have played her she's the one who uh was wondering if whether or not she was pregnant she yeah she was okay she was good this you know it is funny because i talked about those other low budget movies or indie movies or whatever Comparing the craftsmanship of this to them, it is like it. I almost you almost feel sorry for them. It's like a David and Goliath kind of thing. the The directing of this movie was phenomenal. the The lighting, phenomenal. The acting, 
Oh my god. Alex, were you drawn to this movie because of the director? Is that why? Or I know you got the screener and all that, but were you like No, I just got the screener and I didn't even know that he directed it. And the only okay, the only reason I even watch this cuz I get screeners all the time that I just don't care about. The only reason I watched this one is cuz I am infatuated on I I didn't realize this, but it occurred to me last night. I am infatuated with Emma Roberts. She is the greatest scream queen of today and i'm so glad because she's even on a show called scream queen so it's almost fitting which shows her range too she's funny as fuck dude she can't do no wrong do you remember how much we all loved her in the scream 4 review i still and we didn't even really know her then i'm i'm legit fucking in love with that girl it's not even like it's not even cute it's like i love her dude yeah she's i love her and dude, how about how about we were talking about fucking nepotism back in the day, uh, back a couple episodes ago too, about you know getting all that. I mean, shit, that's that's a pretty clear cut case of it. And this is why I always defend that shit because it's so prevalent in Hollywood. Period. And then on top of that, dude, like okay, Julia Roberts' niece, like oh god, like here we go. And yeah, you would roll your eyes hearing about right? it. And I'm I'm the main guy to do something like that, but dude, me too. But like, I love her. She's Julia she, Roberts' niece. Yes. Is that Eric's daughter? It, I, I believe it is. Yep. I didn't we, know that. Isn't that crazy, dude? Yeah. Holy shit! I yep. love Eric too. Like, I really mm-hmm. love Eric. Um, He's, actually, love Eric. Dread you like I him. actually love Eric more than I love Julia. Um, I had no idea that that was that that was who that is. Wow. How about that? That's crazy. Well, good yeah. on her. No, I just thought she came out of nowhere. I seriously thought she came out of nowhere and was just awesome. Mm -hmm. But, you know. Yeah, she's so good. I can't even explain Emma Roberts, how good she is. And and it's weird because I was drawn to her, like, without even any thought. Because that's who grabbed me, and that's what made me, like, scream for so much. I was like, hey, guys, I really like that girl, though, who ended up being, you know... And, well, yeah, a little spoiler, she's a fucking killer, her and Macaulay Culkin's brother. But, dude, here's the thing with that, though. That could have went really bad in Scream 4. A lot of people don't like that ending. I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? I'm like, that was so badass, dude. Like, everybody's like, oh, she's a tiny little chick. I get that or whatever, but whatever, dude. Like, Scream to me has always been, like, honestly, dude, like, I I equate it with, oh, it's a whodunit, those are the killers. But, like, when those masks are off... On, it's about Ghostface. It's not about. Right. Like, it's weird. It's like a weird thing. Like you think about Freddy and all these things, but Ghostface is more like a like a, a symbol, like an entity, more than like oh exactly. So yeah, but like Emma Roberts kills it, dude. But here's why I mentioned this, Alex, because this and tell me if you agree with this, uh, Jamie. And the reason I asked Jamie is because I know you haven't seen The Witch, but it's very much like shot that way with the music, um, very similar um, uh, in in almost like tone. As well, but this. Oh, the tone of this is incredible. It's so subdued. This does not seem like your type of movie at all. Like, one could look at it and say it's very slow, but like, oh my God. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm stepping on your toes here. Get, get into all of it. Cause like, dude, even. No, you're right. I understand. You know, I was having this discussion with Brian last night. I understand that this is not for everybody at all. It's only, it's only for people with good taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, uh, Jamie's. She's got the gloves off, man. So watch out. I always have the gloves on. That's what I do. I know. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's not about that. Like I, I, I. Uh, 
That's funny. Like that's, it. No, yeah. I am happy when other people really enjoy movies. I think that's awesome. Like, I, when I read your post about this movie, I was so excited that you enjoyed it as much as you did. I, oh, man. Oh, you don't share it? I can't. And here's the thing is I love the story behind this movie. I think there's a really solid, good, creepy as fuck idea going on here. Something that really should affect me emotionally. By the time we get to the end of this film, I want to be like, I want to be crying for her. I want to be like totally invested in her loss and what she's going through. I want to feel that shit. And the thing is, I just don't. And and that's the problem I have with this film is I don't think he properly invested enough into the main character so that I could get behind her like I should. And that's what I'm missing from this film. Um, and it disappointed me for that because I feel like, God damn, like how fucked up do you have to be? Does your life have to be right. so that when this, something like this happens to you, yeah, that you want, this. That you want yeah. it so bad? That you actually feel the pain of missing this, you know, oh, like how how thing. how messed up must your life be? I want to feel that pain. I want to feel it for you. I want to feel it with you. I want to cry for you. And I just couldn't do it. Jamie, just, you know what? I agree with Jamie. I, I didn't think about and I, I do have to say that the ending left me a little empty, a little bit. You know, and I think it's exact. Jamie just actually nailed it. I think the movie is is perfect until that. I don't have that emotional weight at the end of it, and I do. You know, obviously, I realized what happened, but it was almost like, wow, that's screwed up. <laughs> instead of instead of sharing her emotions, Dave yeah. agrees. Dave agrees with me as well because we've had extensive conversations about this on Facebook, off Facebook, you know, whatever. He agrees with me as well as far as the emotional part goes, but he also doesn't care. He still loves the movie as much mm -hmm. as he loves the movie. And so, and it doesn't bother him. And, you know, I can appreciate that. Like if you, if you recognize that and you still love the movie for what right. it is, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm not going to oh. tell you you're wrong. I'm yeah. just going to, I'm just saying that's why I don't, I feel like it was a missed opportunity. I feel like a, a director with a more deft hand probably could have done more with it. I think, um, I, I think someone like Flanagan could have killed a story like this. Mm -hmm. Um, I just because I feel like he has the the emotional heft to deal with something like this. I another thing that that stuck out to me was that I felt like the tone was exactly the same throughout the entire film. No matter where you were, everything was depressing. Everything was morose. Everything was down. Right. So exactly. At, and this is my sticking point with that. Like, I understand when you have uh, when you have a presence like we have here, that that's what it's going to be like. But. Mm. If everyone is affected and every place in that area is affected, how exactly are we supposed to know why things are bad for her? Like, what is well, the difference? Because her life is just like everyone else's. True. True. Well, every everyone surrounding her was affected. Like now, but we have nothing to compare it to. Like we have no. As far as we know, it's always been like this. Like we have no true. way of. Yeah. We have no way of knowing when this thing entered and what it entered into and how it changed things because, from true. our perspective, it's always been like this. You know, well, and well, let me I, ask I you needed, a question, I Jamie. Perspective. You know. Uh, do you think I'm like maybe rewatch? Um, you might feel a little different, not in terms of like how it ends. Yes, I do. 
Okay. No, I do. I do. Uh, and I, I will openly say. This is say, a rewatch movie, dude. Yeah, it is. I will openly say that yeah. I am looking forward to watching this film again and mm-hmm. um, giving it another chance and seeing if perhaps I was a little, I don't know. I mean, you know how things are, mindset, totally. whatever. Totally. Um, you don't know what I, to feel, honestly. Because I do, I do love this story. I, I think that this is something that no one has really approached from this angle before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all, uh, oh man. Dude. I mean, the, the point of view of the, of, of Ugh. her and, and like how she perceives what's going on with her and what's going on. And that's completely different and completely original from any right. other example of this kind of thing we've ever seen in a film. I'm I'm being so broad right now, but I, I know we exactly have to. what I'm talking yeah. about. I know. And you know what? I want to say a certain word. I'm going to cut this out right now. Tell me if you guys think I should refer to this movie. I was almost going to say that just now. I mean, I was almost going to say it's so the opposite of the sister skate, but I, I don't right. know if that gives away too much, you know? That's what I'm wondering, because I want to say something. I don't mind knowing what's coming in a film right. as long as I'm enjoying every, like w- getting to that point. Um, oh, like, right. for instance, with the Belko experiment, there are a lot of things that you know for a fact are going to happen um, when you're watching a movie like that. Um, right. Like with or like with Kong, you know, there are certain people that you know are not going to make it to the end, you know, but mm-hmm. as long as I'm enjoying the ride, I don't give a fuck about that. You know, it doesn't oh. matter. It just make it entertaining for me. Yep. Um, but the thing about this film is that I found it so tedious that I wasn't enjoying the ride and I was just sitting there going, I know where you're going. Let's go. I know where you're going. Let's go. And mm-hmm. it just wasn't going. And, um, but that's where the rewatch uh, thing comes in. And though. so, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And um, now she won't be anticipating the things she already knows. You nailed it, Alex. But because... Jamie, yeah. no, I mean that's that's exactly it. But I feel the exact same way, though, dude. Like I couldn't. You just said it so perfectly. I'm watching this and I'm getting literally frustrated, and I'm like, all right, I'm kind of squirming a little bit because I'm like, I, you're seeing all this greatness, but you're not sure how to process it exactly, and you know it's gonna pay off, and then when it does, you're like, well, fuck, not gonna watch it again. Like literally, it's tough on first watch because it's like, wait, it, and it's not like necessarily confusing, but it is the way that they they tell the story. They go like. I, like I said, yeah. Well, and I, that was, you know, that was intentional. I mean, it was yeah, right. uh, that he, but, um, right. You weren't supposed to, to realize that until later. He didn't want you to, but that's, that's right. exactly the point I was talking about is that moment, the moment when he makes it clear who, who this is mm-hmm. at that point, I already knew it. And then I was like, oh man, why, you know, I, I don't know. It disappointed me that it didn't get me. I wanted it. I wanted it to. I, like I feel it like you might need to rewatch it. I don't know. I know I, I'm, I I'm hoping. To. I don't know. Sounds like it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know I need to, and I fully expect. I'm, I'm hoping that when I rewatch it, that I will. Compl- I want to completely change my opinion because I, like I said, I absolutely love the idea behind right. this film. It was the execution that I had issues with. And so I'm hoping that if once I watch it again, it's since I know what to expect, since mm-hmm. I know what's coming or how he, he how he approaches the story, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that that will change my outlook. I really mm-hmm. want it to. I do. Yeah, with with Jamie's flaws intact, now that I see it, the only thing I don't agree with Jamie on is um the pacing, the tediousness, or whatever, and and already knowing everything before it happens. I'm more in, on the in the like, yeah. I was confused for the first twenty minutes. I, I just I 
I didn't know with the parents thing. I didn't know this thing, that thing. I was just like, well, what what exactly am I watching? Well, here? dude, that first scene sets the tone for what that movie's gonna be. Like literally right out the gate, that first shot, and it's like, oh, okay, this is this is what this is. And I don't want to call this like cerebral, but it's like I, I, I don't want to call it like an art film. I don't want to even put it in any category. But if I were to describe it, it'd be. The it is type. an art. It's an it art is. house film, though. Yep. It it is, and um, oh, it's beautiful. To me, it it feels like a oh man, this is going to sound harsher than I intend to, but maybe not. I don't know. It's like a film school final exam, is what How this movie dare you. is to me. I mean, it, that's exactly <laughs> what it feels like. It's like this yeah. guy. I feel like this guy is. He's like, I've learned all this stuff. I've just you know watched a, a bunch of Bergman films, and you know hmm. my dad was a horror icon, so I'm going to meld those two together and see what I can come up with, and I'm going to spit this out, and I'm going to get an A. I mean, that's exactly what it feels like to me. Oh, no, he got it. I think. Got an A though. I do. If I could, of course I, he did. If I could make a movie, well, except for except for not conveying the emotion at the end, he got an A. I mean, it, but I'm glad you recognize that though, and that, and that you see what I'm. At least you see my point of view there. Um, yeah, yeah, just because I like it, I don't gotta play stupid. Yeah, I, I, I can't <laughs> you're right. <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like I'm not gonna be like, oh no, it's perfect. I'm not attempting to be nitpicky there. That is to me a legitimate issue that I have with it. Is that I just feel like I, I know that that film could have really affected me on a deeper level if I was able to be right there with her, you know, mm-hmm. on an, on an emotional level. And, yeah. uh, cause I feel like if I had been on board with her, like if I had felt for her character, like I think I should have, like, by the time we got to the end of that movie, I would have been bawling. I, I mean, I just, I know it. And I, th- yeah, but would you like, isn't it more of a sick twisted thing? Would you really be bawling or would you really just be like, Oh my God. Like, I don't know if it were handled in a way that I, I would have, or maybe that's just it. Maybe it's, maybe it's, that's how I would have approached the character. So that's why it's a problem for me. I don't know. Maybe he didn't intend to approach the character from that point of view. Dealing with the subject matter, don't you think that the emotion or I should say lack of emotion and then at the end with, you know, finally showing some emotion or whatever, not us feeling emotion, but the the character um, specifically, I feel like it it runs concurrent with the theme. Like this is really, 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 really dark material. And I feel like that not showing emotion and then all all the events that lead up to the end and then, you know, that last shot even and, and how it all plays out. I think it's perfect. And I, I, here's the thing. It's not about emotion for me. It's dark. It's bleak. It's kind of like that feeling like, like, really? That's what that is? Like, ah, oh, it's, it's it's not a good feeling. But to me, it's oh, it's great. It's so awesome. It's not about, like, feeling for the character. I didn't feel I, – I totally agree with you guys. It wasn't like was – Yeah, a- I'm starting to wonder – I understand Jamie's thing, but I'm starting to wonder if that is really the ultimate – Thing we were supposed to. I feel I like I should that. have. In order for this character to have impact on me, I need to feel her sense of loss because ultimately that's what she has. She has a sense of loss. The one thing, True. the one thing she has been able to grab onto right. for whatever reason in her life. And that's the thing is we don't get enough. We don't know enough about her for me to feel anything for her. I, I don't, like I don't know why her, her life is so bad. We don't, no. I don't feel it. And so if I had been able to feel why she was so fucking depressed or why this was the highlight of her life, like her life is so shitty that this is the best thing about it, mm-hmm. then... Didn't they establish something? Where, oh, I think they were trying to with her parents, and the and the, she even wanted a priest to watch her play a piano. Like, that's pretty... 
pretty bad if that's what you're They were trying, but I don't think it I don't think it succeeded. That's my point. Like you think it conveyed properly? No, I, I didn't feel it. Like he said like they said it. Yeah, they showed you. They're like, here, this is this is what happened. In a, in about two I mean, just as as offhand as that. It's like, right. here, this is what happened. Oh, you know, see her, she's lonely. Yeah. I don't know. That's not enough. You know, I, I gotta you gotta make me put me where she is. I have to understand why she feels the way she does. I have to understand that. And that's to me, I mean, like I said, that's my point of view. That's what, that's how I would have done it. But to me, that's just filmmaking 101. If you mm-hmm. can't make me care about your character, then why the fuck should I care about what happens to them? He even had one scene that had me thinking, wait, is this movie even, wait, where's this going? In in the hotel? You know what I'm talking about. Guys. Oh my God. I am like, where are we going with this? Yeah. If you looked on a script, you wouldn't maybe necessarily even pick that up. But in one quick little look, you're like, oh, wait, I started thinking, I'm like, wait, is that what this movie's about? Like, That's so- what I was thinking. So anyways, but I, I feel like with the way it's shot, the cinematography, with the music, with, with the acting, with, with even just the way the people talk to each other. And I guess I keep saying bleak, but it's very like, I don't even want to say monotone. It's just subdued and it's very uh, bleak. It sort of is it. But I loved it. And every minute as everything unfolded, I was completely captivated. Yeah, well, but the, the horror elements of it, though, very, very, like, I guess, subtle, but, like, you know, accompanied with the music. I thought that was some of the creepiest shit and the way that they did it and and, and how, like, I'll give you an example. Well, I'll give everybody an example of what we're talking about here. They'll show, like, a horror scene and then, like, this is not, like, a new trope, but I don't even want to call it a trope, but, like, they'll show something really crazy and then just cut it. Like, they'll do a long shot. Show something. Yeah. Oh, how about the scene where she's looking at the boiler? Oh my god. Wait. I was like, what am I looking at? I love stuff I like love, that. Uh, right. That's what I was gonna say. Isn't that shit, to, dude? I'm sorry, but like, for people that and and I understand Jamie your problems with it too, and I'm not putting you in the category that said you don't like this movie because I know you appreciate the same things we all appreciate and, and stuff like that. But for me, like, I would say that like people that just love movies that love fucking this is like porn. <laughs> like this is just like movie porn, and not like not like you know not Jonathan or fucking you know uh, uh, what is it, Sophie. Porn, I'm talking about, but this is just like, oh my god, what's with that guy? That guy needs to either go to. I'm gonna buy Jonathan or a flashlight, is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. So, but th- th- I just I love it, dude. I love this movie so much. And I'll be honest with you, dude. Like, it shocked me that you you recommended this to me, Alex. Because, like I said, I didn't think this was your type of movie. But th- oh, and thanks for watching it, dude. I'll, dude, I'll watch anything, man. But I was legit surprised. And I've I've heard about the and it had a different name too. I believe it was called February before, right? Uh, yes. This movie? Yes. Yeah. I was going to say Black Coat's Daughter was the original title, and then it started. Then it was released under February. Um, okay. I think that's the order that it went. And then oh. now it's back under black. I don't know. I, I, well, I don't, honestly don't know how it I think it depends on where you are. It reminded me of The Witch, didn't it, Jamie? Like the score and then some of the shots and stuff like that. I know you haven't seen The Witch, Alex. That's why I was asking Jamie. But did it remind uh, you of The Witch? I don't, I don't want to put anything with this movie in the category of okay. The Witch. Because the Witch, <laughs> the, the Witch is a film that I feel like this film attempted to do all the things the witch did only the witch knows what it's doing and it's to me that is exemplary filmmaking like that is bam that is like high level fucking filmmaking that that to me is movie porn 
Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I totally, but, but I totally. And I, I feel like this one uh, attempted to do some of the same things. I just don't think it was as successful. But is but, it better than the Driller Killer, at least, Jamie? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the, it's not at all the worst thing I've ever seen. It, right. uh, to me, I don't think it's... This is the thing, is I don't think it was bad. It disappointed me. That's, Did you think it was pretentious, guys? It was like, yes. Oh, yeah. my God. And and if you... And seriously, I mentioned this earlier. His other film, The Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. That's what I heard about. That, that. movie, to right. quote Brian, Pretty Thing makes this movie look like a white-knuckle thrill ride. Really? And he's not kidding because oh, dude, I don't shit, it. it is so. I mean, and that's the thing is that I've discovered. I'm just not a fan of Perkins' direct direction. I'm not, and oh. I can't help it. And I, I think that there is a pretension that's under there. I think that there's there's something that he's uh, like attempting to achieve, but it's not or it doesn't feel organic to me. It feels like he's planning it. He feels like he's like, okay, I need to do this in order to get this thing. I need to do this in order for it to look like this. That's how it feels to me is that it's mapped out. I don't feel like it's in his soul. I feel like he's purposely reaching for all these things. And, um, and then Do you his, see potential though, maybe for future I films? I mean, from yeah, him, like, uh, yeah. He's, it's early. It's early in his career, so <laughs> so possibly, yeah. And and, uh, but I will say that um, I am willing to give this another view. Pretty thing, I am not interested in ever seeing again. Right. Um, I'm actually very taken back by Jamie's uh, response to this movie. To be honest, I thought it was going to be the complete opposite. I, and and I know, and I think every <laughs> are you shocked, Jamie? <laughs> people people keep being people are, have been surprised at our response from because Dave recommended this movie a long time ago, and this so this is totally a Dave Z movie. And he yeah. was like, he was like, you guys, you guys, you guys, and then we watched it, and we're like, man, and he's like, whoa, like I I, <laughs> I totally don't think he saw that coming because we typically right. do love things like It Follows and The Witch, and I I mm. love art house films, right, but. There's something about those films that feel organic and natural and uh, uh, honest to me. Something about this film doesn't ha- doesn't feel that way. It feels like I said mapped out. It feels like it was it was constructed. Like I said, I'll watch it again, and and I am interested to watch it again because I do really, 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 and I want to stress this: really, really, really like this story. Holy shit, I love this story. I do. But no, but Jamie, did you like it though? But I mean, and so far I only have two examples of his right. of his direction. Uh, I I have other examples of his acting, um, but I I, I hope- wonder, Jamie. I wonder if you were in my shoes because I literally, you guys heard it right here. Everybody fucking listening to the skeleton crew heard it. I had no idea that that it was directed by this dude. Do you I think didn't know maybe- that going in? I had no idea. Oh, you didn't. Oh, so okay. So there you go. Then my it wasn't my until min- I saw the it wasn't until I saw the credits that I knew. So um, oh, and, and then in the the after credits. So I I had right. no idea when I was watching this movie who uh, anything about that. Like I didn't have a clue. I just thought it was some movie that you know. Like some independent movie or whatever, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that that didn't affect me at all. And then at the end, I was like, "Oh, holy shit! How about that? It was Oz." And um, I, 
then it surprised me because I kind of figured that I would like something that he did. Well, then we watched Pretty Thing, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I absolutely hate that movie. So, well, um, what did you guys? What about the horror elements, though? Like, and, and I'm not like some of them are, are are great scenes. Like, there's one in particular where you know there, there's a there's a kill in this movie, and did it legit like like really just creep me the fuck out. Like I was like, Whoa, like, and it reminded me of like the exorcist three scene in a little bit. Like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I said, the you know what I'm talking thing. about? Oh, that, I, yeah. Oh, did you guys get that? Oh, thank God. Okay. I'm like, Oh, I hope- yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm not saying this film is at all without merit. There are some things that really worked and oh, I think that was good. one of them. Okay. Oh, right on. Dude, that's what I'm saying, though. And there's certain scenes, like, with certain images, and like you said, with the boiler room scene, dude, like, accompanied with the fact that this did have that that overall bleak tone, and I do think that it, it runs concurrent with the whole theme of the movie, too. Yeah, the, the emptiness is what drew me in. And that almost makes sense, if you think about it, in, like, because uh, with emptiness, that is where it's, it's a place to go, because it's empty. Right. Maybe that is sort of the thing that we find, you know, uh, like draws us. And it's funny because this movie, and it's funny you say that, really, honestly, because this movie, I was thinking, is very reminiscent of uh, Stephen King's It when the character says, I saw the deadlights and wanted to be there. Mm. It almost is. It's very. It's art. And that's that's the whole point. Any piece of art is going to evoke something different. in every person who views it, whether or reads it or plays it or whatever. I mean, if you can stand in a museum, two different people can stand in a museum staring at the same painting and both of them will get something completely different out of it. One of them may not get anything at all. And that's the thing. That's what art is. Art speaks to you, you know, and there is so no one is wrong. There is no right or wrong about it. There is just how it makes you feel. Don't you, know, you think that so, with movies like this, though, Jamie, they're more divisive than so? Like, I'm not, I'm not oh, trying yeah. to like put, put yeah. it down, but like, like a bunch of people go see Kong, right? And I'm not, I'm yeah. not trying to compare it like in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, movies there, like this. There's are, a reason that some things are considered mainstream, okay, and that's thanks. because they know for a fact going out, it's going to hit that totally. mainstream. It's right. going to draw in the masses. Um, and that's because it reaches people from all walks of life, uh, you know, age groups, whatever. Yep. Um, yep. And then there are certain things that are made for specific people with specific tastes, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, absolutely. But and there's that's the beauty of it, too. That's what I love, that's about, what it. I love I, about it. Right? I love the fact that you guys both saw this movie and it moved you in one direction I saw this movie and it disappointed me because it didn't move me as much as I wanted it to. And I mean, and, and as far as the emotional thing goes, I'm an easy mark if, um, and which is what Brian says all the time. If you can't make me cry, then you <laughs> fail. I wanted that and you didn't need that. And that's, that's the beauty of it is that, um, that's something I was missing, something I wanted to feel that connection to you guys didn't, you you recognize that it was absent, but it doesn't matter. It didn't change right. didn't right. change anything for you because you didn't require it of this film. It doesn't all hinge on the emotional exactly. uh, for me. Exactly. Yeah, totally. And, but for me, it does, and that's right. that's art. And I, I'm not. I would never attempt to change anyone else's opinion. I don't want you guys to go. Oh, you know what? You're right. This movie fucking sucks. Like mm-hmm. I that is not. 
that's not my goal. I, all I can do is explain how it did or didn't make me feel. Totally. And that is solely on me. It is not on anyone else. And it's not on the, it's not on the filmmaker. It's, you know what? It's his film. I, I, he doesn't have to make a movie that I, that I connect to. That's not his job. Join us, Jamie. You know, Join his job us. is to, is his job solely, especially as an artist is to make a film that he connects with. Mm-hmm. Particularly when you're dealing with independent film, I mean, when you're talking about mainstream shit, then yeah, your job is to is to appeal to as many people as possible because that's your fucking paycheck. But when you're making an independent film and you're doing it solely as an art form, if you are an artist and this is your goal, mm-hmm. then your first and foremost end goal is to please yourself, and that's the way I look at it anyway. You know, when I made a film. I don't give a fuck what other people really think about it. It's for me. That's the whole point. And um, so he doesn't have to give a shit that uh, that I didn't connect to it. All he has to care about is that he does. And then the fact that you guys got something out of it or and that Dave, for instance, got something so much more out of it. And then I guess I think the other Exploding Heads guys all loved it, too. Then And Jason Lloyd loves it. Jared Fair loves it. Jordy Orster. So, yeah, so clearly he connected with enough people who felt about it the way he did. That's really all that should matter and uh, probably all that does matter. I mean, he didn't give a fuck what I think and nor should he. Well, guys, well, I like how Alex brought up Emma Roberts, too, though, guys, and how, like, I'm sorry, but this is a huge step, I think, in, in her career in terms of just, like, I mean, really just knocking it out of the park. Like, and it's just, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to demean Scream Queens, but that's a very, like, very, you know, whatever type of show you know like it's very specific and and then when you get into stuff like this territory like i said the look on some of these people's faces like in one shot goes from one emotion to the next with subtlety with all these things dude i think i I agree with you alex man like i think she just shot up to like one of one of my favorites man like i always loved her don't get me wrong but dude her her range just keeps growing because now she showed she can go into a movie that is so bleak and empty and completely say, oh, that's what we're doing. Okay, this is how you do it. Bam, spot on, perfect approach to this type of movie. She was totally in sync and in tune with what they were going for. You know, she was not at a place in any way. She just exuded that that entire Thing. You know, like it's perfect. Well, dude, and and not only her too. Like the 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 youngest girl, the the blonde haired girl. She, I don't even. Oh, that girl too. Yeah. When I was looking at that girl, I was like, you know, I really, I think she has a future. You know, I was looking at her, and I was, I was really into her approach and the way she did everything. Like I said, perfect uh, casting. Yeah. How this ended too? It it did stop, and I felt like it was a good place to stop. But I was like, okay, well, it stops here. So what does this mean? And then like, well, what are you gonna do? Fight and see what she does after that? I mean, what's the? There's no point, right? You see, uh, there's no point in that. It doesn't mean anything. It's not. We haven't been watching to see where she goes from there. <laughs> you know, we're just we just saw. Oh my God, that is the situation that she's in now and it's like fuck wow it's crazy it's weird that we're even here that she's even thinking like this but wow that's that's crazy and there's some pretty hardcore horror elements in this movie man like straight up if you think about everything that goes down holy fucking shit man this some this some shit this some shit dude i oh man i love this well how do you rate it from one to five Here's my thing, guys. I, I think I explained this before, too. Like, 
to give it a five nowadays, I feel like I have to like censor myself in a way because for to be a five, I look at it like life altering movies. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like like I, I don't I feel like as far as ratings go, like if five is the absolute best, like I'm talking like and it doesn't even necessarily have to evoke an emotion. But uh, anyways, long story longer, four point five because I can't give it that full five because it didn't literally like change my life and and you know, I didn't go to Europe for a year after this movie. So it is what it is. But four point five, but but don't get it twisted. I loved this fucking movie and dude, this is gonna be a great watch it's a great uh, recommendation for people too like if you like movies like that and i know jamie i i feel you on 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 the um the the i'm trying to think the what's the opposite of a comparison like the the disconnect to the witch i i totally see that but like we're talking about art movies and, and this and that like it's in that same vein so if you like shit like that check it well, out you're you're right about that right. You're right okay about so yeah if, I just, i'm trying to provide like, context if you of, like movies like the witch then this right. is something that you, that you could be drawn to. Yes. Totally. So, Jamie, what's your official rating on this movie? Only on your first watch. Um, I'm going to have to say, uh, man, I know you're going to call me on a cop out okay. here, but this is a, it's a 2.5 for me. And, oh, and I'll, I'll really? tell you why. I, 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 I like it because I like this story and there's a lot of originality there. There is an approach here that we've never seen before. And there's something that I think is, is like really amazing. The story itself is phenomenal. So that is where the like comes from. The dislike comes from everything else I've spilled my guts about. So because of that, I have to nail it right in the middle between the two. I can't say that I really, I like that. I can't say that I really like it because sadly there's, so much that detracts from it for me, but hmm. <clears throat> that's not quite a don't like, you know, and, and hopefully, um, if I watch it again, I would like to see it get bumped up. I really would. I'm, I will be the first one to be happy about being wrong. Well, Jamie, let us you know? know when you revisit this and we'll, we'll talk about it on the show. You know, honestly, whenever. I should have watched it again for for this i would have been interested this would have been a good time to do it but um i don't think brian is far enough removed he said he wants to give it um he wants to give it like a good span of time time I'm surprised that you, Alex, um, it, you know, like gave it a chance and that you dug movies like this because like this isn't quote unquote your jam, your cup of tea. This ain't your thing, man. Or not. But you know what I mean? Like, Well, I was okay with Duke. I liked Enemy a lot and I like this a lot. And I like um, – there's a couple that are similar to this that I really like. Uh, so I think – I don't know. There must have been something. There must have been a string of movies I didn't like that were in this – like fashion okay. in the beginning of everybody, you know, getting to know me or something, it might have painted me in a way where I, I'm not into this kind of thing. But I got to say, I know that recently, more than anything, in the last three years or so, I've been much more open to this type of movie than I ever used you know to. You know how happy that makes me. <laughs> it really does. I, yeah, I yeah, love, yeah, definitely. I love this shit, man. You know, I'm not below, like, looking something up and saying, oh, that's what you were going for? You know, like, I'm dumb. Oh, I've, I did do that, dude. I Does, Did it take away from it? No, I don't think. For you. No, I actually loved it more. Like, there, I don't want to say the movie because, of course, I'll look like an idiot and everybody jumps on that every time I say something that's not perfect about me. They love to point it out. Oh, you didn't do this. So, so go fuck yourself. I'm not telling right. you. 
to all those people. But uh, there's a, there's a movie I watched where I didn't get it, and then I went on Wikipedia and read it all, and then or else I went on a YouTube and it said this movie explained. Right. So obviously, a lot of people didn't get it. If they make a video about explaining it. <laughs> and oh my god, I, I I was blown away. And then I reflected back on the movie. I played it all through my head, and I was like, I really love that movie. Oh, so what do you rate it? So that doesn't hurt me to, to read about right. it. Uh, yeah. This movie, I didn't understand what left me feeling a, a tad empty at the end of the movie. And Jamie nailed it with, with uh, I guess, whatever was supposed... Like I said, I'm not sure Jamie's right about us supposed to be crying for her or whatever. But something is definitely not being conveyed at that in the last five minutes. You know, so... I think there is definitely something that's... I don't know what we're supposed to feel. I just thought the but... whole thing was so dark and kind of, like, twisted, you know? Like, it was such a weird, like, story to tell just to just by the nature of what it is. And it's like, oh, like... I, and I see, like, okay, she's... what? Oh, I don't want to say it, but... That... Okay, it just didn't impact me enough, is what I'm saying, I guess. You know, whatever we're supposed to feel, I don't know. I'm not a filmmaker, and I didn't write this. But whatever it is, I didn't get... No, I actually am. The... the... Ghost of Michael Myers. <laughs> the it, it did not impact me enough. That's all I know about it. With Jamie saying, you know, like the film school thing and and the shots aren't organic, they're more this is, you know, reaching or whatever. I don't think that much when I watch a movie. I'm just watching a movie. I don't I don't wonder about anything like that. And I don't it never occurs to me. Uh, I guess there are some directors who are like way pretentious and then it'll be like really hitting you over the head with it but i didn't get that from this so to me that didn't come into play so that's why my rating obviously will not be as low as jamie's because i'm not even smart enough to pick up on that so like they say it uh ignorance is bliss so i don't even think of that stuff so to me it it did whatever he wanted it to do to me okay but because of some of the things that were pointed out in this review i will drop this down to a 4.5 out of 5. You know, I, I I do love it and stuff, but it does have a couple things. Hey, that's a great rating. And one of the things, and if you really want to put this in context, just think of the, some of the other movies I mentioned tonight. Oh, my God. I mean, well, <laughs> yeah. the filmmaking of that compared to this, it is like Oz Perkins is a genius. You know, if, if you compare them to to what else is going on out there uh yeah i'm sure there's guys like who did the witch or who are better i guess but oh my god he's still up there with the top guys in my opinion because uh there are so many bad guys out there running around like they deserve the position they're in and they don't hi cj up you hey cj how you doing this is al from the skeleton crew for the interview Hey, buddy. How are you? What's going on? Oh, pretty good, man. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, let me, let me turn off the water. And I got to fill the jacuzzi. I don't want to find the middle of the interview be out here, like, floundering. How are you doing? <laughs> pretty good. I'm here with uh, Dan, my co-host, and Jamie, my other co-host. What's All up, right. man? Dan and Jamie, it is. So what's going on, guys? You doing okay? I'm doing great, man. You should do the uh, interview in the jacuzzi. Yeah, well, I just got it dropped in with the crane, so I'm filling it with water, so it's too friggin' cold. It's for dead bodies, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to chain them down there forever, or? 
Well, yeah, unless somebody smart comes along and gets them out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, real quick, did you miss since you're such good friends with CJ Graham now, did you mention <laughs> did you mention how recently you said that Kane Hodder should have played all the zombie Jasons? Uh, no. <laughs> and here's the other thing, Jamie. Of course, I felt like a scumbag again because I know that I've said that, and I I just felt it would be more uniform if one guy, since he played four times, I with you. I mean, I I, I am. I'm teasing you. Um, no, you're right. Actually, I thought no, about I, that. Already. I can't even take credit for that. Brian is the one who actually said that the other <laughs> the other day. He was like, "Huh? I wonder if he told CJ that he." <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if Kane came up like right when right you were talking to CJ and he was just like, so what were you saying about that? And you were confronted with both of them. Like, uh, yeah, imagine if they were both there and I was in the middle and they're like, and and CJ's like, Alex, what, you don't think I should have played him? And, and Kane's like, oh, now you're going to go back? You said I should have played him all, all the dude, time. Dude, I paid money to see that. And then I'm just like, uh, guys, I'm just an asshole. You really shouldn't listen to me. <laughs> I really am... Uh, nobody in this world and you guys are very accomplished you you know you got people in lines just waiting to meet you no one would ever do that to me they're like so, tell us who's your favorite jason and then alex says ted white and runs away yeah right and ted white was there <laughs> oh he was he was here yeah that's awesome so and no jamie i didn't tell him during our interview that he had flies buzzing around his head no <laughs> hey what can i say i'm a dickhead i, I don't know how to explain this to you guys any better Oh, my goodness. That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody, try to remember half of what we said and go out there and say, okay, this sounds good, that sounds bad, I'll avoid this, I'll watch this, they're torn with this, let's go see what, uh, let's go see what I think. That's what we hope all you guys do, so you get something out of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> something. I want to fucking say that we got some awesome shows coming up. You know what's funny about this, man? Like, we... we we literally didn't have too much um, to do for shows, and then what was it like? We all just kind of got together, threw some ideas around, boom, 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 and we got enough for like the next four or five. Whether we even stick Years? to that or not, that's what, what's that? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> I'm sure people definitely will like that statement too. But it's just one of those things where we have so much great stuff coming up to where it's almost like with when you have that mindset that, yeah, we're going to end it. You said this on the last show, Alex. You get that mindset, dude. You just want to bring bring out all this fucking stops, dude. Just bring out suns out, guns out. Let's fucking, let's, let's rip into everything. So we're going to be hitting some stuff that I think people are going to be very interested in and, and really dig what we're doing. I know I am like, I'm super, super fucking excited. And I'll be honest with you. Like you told me about this movie the other night, Alex, and, and boom, right there, like we're doing a review on it. So these plans are somewhat contingent on like uh basically they're not contingent on anything they they can change and and i like that aspect of it too but man do we have some fucking great stuff lined up that that's that's not you know that's not stuff that's coming out right now i'm talking about older movies classics just great shit man so i for one once again so happy to be back dude so fucking happy to 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 get into all that kind of stuff and yeah man uh, it's our farewell tour. <laughs> like we've said a bunch of times and everybody says that will never happen. You guys will not stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Rockefeller records. Sorry. Can't stop till you get it. Can't stop. Hey, does anybody know what Michael Jackson says at that part? Cause me and Tiffany, that came on. What does he say when he goes, I'm sha, 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 sha. can't stop till you get enough. <laughs> 
da, da, da. So stop. Okay, he says something. Don't stop. Don't stop till you get enough. Don't Shut stop with the propofol. What is he? Yeah, don't fuck with the propofol. <laughs> Just stick to chloroform like I give the kids the chloroform. Come on. Don't stop. How come he didn't just breathe in chloroform? Oh, man. I don't right? know. Wouldn't he just breathe in chloroform and go to bed? <laughs> I wish I could, dude, sometimes, man. I got insomnia uh, nowadays. But, dude, I, half of the shit that Michael Jackson says, I just <laughs> like I just go with it, dude. I, I don't care, dude. It sounds great. I don't care. Shama. Shama. I, know, I know what he says there. Shama. <laughs> Shama. Shama. Like, what is he talking about ever? I have no idea. Well, in the are you talking about like in the chorus where you like right before he's like, Don't stop till you get enough that like but what comes before that? Yeah. I, it's it's something like Michael Jackson. Who thought we'd go to Keep on with the force, don't keep keep on with the force. Keep on with the force? I think it's keep on with the force, don't stop. Really? Don't stop till you get enough. I think that's how it goes. Y'all gotta be a Jedi, never stop. Be a Jedi, never stop. Come on, be a Jedi. <laughs> be a Jedi and just don't stop. Right, let's see. Two Dagobah never stop. <laughs> you know, I was. Oh, you put. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who thought we'd be playing this kind of music on the show? Temperature's rising now. Alright, I'll tell you when. Alright, you're still singing. <laughs> Look at him dancing. His dancing in this, mo- this video is so funny. It is ridiculous. It's not cool at all. It's terrible. <laughs> you gotta see the dancing. Look at everybody watch this video for Don't Stop to Get Enough. It is like really the weirdest Don't. thing ever. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Ready? Yeah. With the voice, don't. Was he? With the force, don't stop. Nope. <laughs> with the force? With the force, don't stop. Keep on with the force, don't stop. Don't stop till you get enough. Is that what it is? The yeah. force? Oh, wow. Dude, people people want us to go on the show, you know, like, please don't stop on the show, and now they're just going to be like, oh my god, will these... Yeah, who would have thought a song called Don't Stop wants them to make us stop? Please right? like, stop now. They should have stopped at fucking 100... Alright guys, well that was it. Have a good rest of the week. Remember, rate us on iTunes, talk about the shows on our Facebook group page, and we will see you there. Love you guys.